It's a lot of fun. Keep it fun. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, it's your host at the DDNFL on Twitter. And of course, follow the group at UK Packers at It's a Book Review. I'm delighted. I'm doing this one. I'm pretty excited to do this video. It's some. It's a video and a podcast, in fact, that I've wanted to do for a long time. And on a book that I've wanted to review for a very long time because I've had it a while now. And I'm going to try keep. I've never done a book review before. Um, apart from like in school you know when I was like seven years of age so I'm going to try do this book review and I'm going to try keep it to the point but also hey I'm Irish now I wanted to do this podcast yesterday but this was a rare occasion well not really a rare occasion a pretty common occasion when at the diddy NFL becomes at the daddy NFL and my one-year-old would not stop crying and uh, and he wanted his dad so you know daddy's got to do what daddy's got to do and I had to do my daddy thing. So, I'll try again. Um, Jerry Kramer. This is the book that we're going to review this week. It's Instant Replay, The Green Bay Diary of Jerry Kramer. So, it's with Jerry Kramer and a journalist called Dick Shap. And Dick Shap, uh, the late Dick Shap. And in fact, there's a, you know, a remembering Dick Shap piece um, at the end. And it's one of those books that I've come back to time and time again. And it's one of those books as well... Um, it kind of perpetuated my love of Jerry Kramer. So we, at the time that we sort of came across Jerry, he hadn't got into the Hall of Fame yet. That was a massive scandal. And, you know, anybody who wanted to know more about him or why it was such a scandal would read the books from Jerry Kramer, the quotes from, you know, the letters that other players would have sent in about trying to get Jerry Kramer in. And to me, there was always this kind of sadness around uh, Jerry and around this book because... You know, his legacy is so massive um, in Green Bay and what he was part of and the team he was part of and who he was friends with and who he played with, uh, who coached him, obviously Vince Lombardi. I mean, he was so important and that era was so important. And the reasoning that, you know, allegedly was out there that there was too many people from that team already in the Hall of Fame and that's why he didn't get in. There was just this sort of weight that hung over this book. So now I can review Instant Replay and bring it to you, uh, knowing that Jerry is where he should be in the Hall of Fame, which is fantastic, which means that you can read this book without getting angry, and sort of going, but still, why isn't he in, you know, and then sort of going from this book to writing a letter to the Hall of Fame to say why it's a disgrace, and all the rest, so they did the right thing, and they have him in, so it's 290 pages, published in 1968, and it's about the 1967 season and that's very important for a number of reasons it was republished again in 2006 which is this copy here and you can pick it up used anywhere now an awful lot of youtubers like to say i've left the link in the description uh find it yourself <laughs> just type in instant replay go to wherever you can that gives jerry kramer the most money um so i looked at his website jerrykramer.com um and you know you used to be able to get signed copies of stuff and in fact a thing that accompanies this i've already gone off the rails but this is what we expect here on the uk Packers podcast you can get a, an accompanying tapes it's very hard I'm, I'm very irish um and it's a recording from because how jerry kramer did this book was is that he was asked by dick sharp to do it 
and he was given a tape recorder and he went around taping stuff which was kind of you know newfangled way of going going about it and he brings the tape recorder into the super bowl and records in there so there's these lost tapes as well that kind of goes along with this book um but the book in itself is fantastic now uh i've read it a couple of times and in preparation for this podcast i read it again and to show you how readable it is although I'm sort of a, I'm a fairly, you know, heavy reader anyway, is that I read it in two days. And again, as I said, Steve Diddy NFL becomes Steve Daddy NFL. Um, I didn't have a whole lot of time to do it. So I sat down and like bursts of a couple of minutes and then I had like a stretch of an hour, an hour and a half. And I sat down and I absolutely blazed through it because what I like about this book is, and again, um, this is not just me coming on and going, oh, the book is perfection, you know what I mean? But I wouldn't review it and I wouldn't bring it to you and waste everybody's time if at the end I said, eh, it's terrible, it's a fantastic book and you have to have it if you're a Packers fan. Um, so what I like about it is it's a diary. It's literally a diary. I mean, you can see it here like 13th of August, you know, 14th of August and he goes through. So the book in structure has five chapters and I love the way it's laid out as well. Um, I'm going to try sort of curtail my love for the book because I don't want to be like, you know, coming on too strong. Uh, so it, five chapters uh, starts off kind of uh, sort of leads you in of him. Because the thing, the fascinating thing about this book as well is, is that it's Jerry Kramer's second last season. It's Vince Lombardi's last season, which makes it so important. Vince Lombardi's trying to three-peat. So he's trying to go for three championships in a row. They won the Super Bowl the year before against the Kansas City Chiefs. And there's a great insight in the book about that as well. Um, and so the dynamic in the book is Jerry is like Danny Glover from Lethal Weapon. He's like too old for this stuff, right? Um, I didn't want to bleep it out. And he wants to retire and he keeps sort of questioning. He has this existential crisis throughout the book of, you know, do I want to keep going or not? And then Vince Lombardi is like, right, gentlemen, this is where we make our final big push. And that that phrase is, it's kind of funny. It's very comedic. It keeps coming into the entries that that's what Vince says all along. So you have this dynamic on one side, Jerry Kramer trying to retire. And on the other side, Vince Lombardi really pushing himself. Um, so again, if anybody doesn't know who Jerry Kramer is, he was a right guard for the Packers, drafted in 1958. In the same draft, they drafted Jim Taylor and Ray Nitschke. So it was a like one of the most successful drafts in Green Bay history. Um, he went in under Scooter McLean. They had their, their worst season ever. And then Vince Lombardi comes in and whips everybody into shape. So, I mean, they're already an accomplished team in this book. And most of the book dynamic, again, is about how... It's an interesting, not to get too deep because the book itself is so easy reading, but like anything else, you can read much deeper into it. And what you see in the book is, is you see a team on top of the world. Everybody wants to beat them um, and how they keep their motivation going. And sometimes they don't and they can't. And Vince Lombardi uses these psychological tricks um, to try pull them around. So again, the, the really devastating thing and the kind of really somber thing about it is, and again, it's another contrast in the book, is that... Uh, this is Vince Lombardi's last season. Jerry doesn't know that when he's writing the book, although it's a rumor and he does address it saying that's what people are saying. And, you know, Vince is making this massive push to win the third title. It hasn't been done since the playoffs were instituted in 1933. It was done before actually by the Packers, but not in the same guise because now we have the Super Bowl and the playoff system. So he really wants to do it and he's making that push and he's really giving himself a hard time. And there's an awful lot of insights in the book as well where he you know, he talks about coming in in the off season and seeing the coaches in there preparing. In one instance, preparing 
the offense versus the defense in this you know fictional matchup and little do we know and little does Vince know well we know but I guess Jerry didn't that you know it's 1967 and Vince was to pass away in 1970 so the time is ticking tragically on Vince's life and this was a contributory factor how hard he pushed himself how much he immersed himself in football and just how much energy he expended and we see him very emotional in this book as well so um you know the, the thing that really strikes me about the book is and why we owe an awful lot to Jerry Kramer is that because he was doing this book he recorded verbatim both on his in his writing and also on his voice recorder exact quotes and phrases that Vince Lombardi said his mannerisms exactly how he was and what I absolutely love about the book as well is it and I'll stress it's a diary which makes it really easy reading because you know there's like one diary entry per page multiple diary entries per page one diary entry over like a page and a half two pages and it it shows us just the, the very presentness and the instantness of when it was done um I don't know if that's a word um that's definitely a world of the podcast that I made up. Um, I'm like Shakespeare. So, you know, in one entry, he's sort of saying, you know, Vince is an ass. He's, he's done this. And then the next entry, oh, I love him. This is what he does. And then uh, and one really funny part of the book, he's like, oh, Vince has kind of lightened up on us this season. You know, he's not as hard. And then the very next entry is like, Vince chewed us out today. <laughs> it's kind of like, because he can just record it in that day as to how he's feeling. And you really feel like you're in the presence um, with Jerry. And that's what makes it great. And that's what we owe Jerry an awful lot of, of um, you know, we're indebted to him, really. Because I often wonder that is that you see the interviews with Jerry and he's a very charismatic guy. And I actually, we met Jerry and this book here, uh, Behind Me, Pride and Glory, is signed by Jerry um, to me, in fact, which is very special. And also there's a picture here behind me of where he's lifting Lombardi off the field that is detailed in this book as well and how that came about. And... You know, I always wondered when I saw him and, and when we met him, how he was able to quote um, all of those things, you know, all, all Lombardi verbatim. And I was thinking, like, is is it in his head that he kind of embellishes it a bit because that's how he remembers him in the pure form? And it's not. It's because he recorded them all on a voice recorder for this book. So, like, th you know, this really is um, a fantastic little sort of window into the past. Um, as well what it does is is it delves into the ice bowl so this is the game where they face Dallas and the pitch froze and we all know the sort of little excerpts from America's Life and the other random stuff that you find on YouTube about how, how it came about um, but this is the lead up to it the whole season the preseason uh, you know the off season what happens um, outside of football and Jerry Kramer's business interests and that's re I find that really interesting as well of how normal he is Um and also the lead up to the game and what he was thinking and how he carries the players around with him. So he's up against uh, Pew, uh, who he famously goes and gets that block on and then Bart Starr sneaks in for the touchdown. So it's like anything else. It's like knowing, um, you know, anything like the I Have a Dream speech or Ich bin ein Berliner, um, you know, or to sleep perchance to dream. You know all of these quotes, but you don't know what goes before or what went after the context of it. So that ice ball, this book is the context to everything that happens and the lead up in that game and how that game was going and how the struggle was, what the thought process was. And also what's really revealing is that this book came out the year after. So Jerry's always credited with getting that block solo and being the hero of the game when he details in the book that Bowman uh, helped him out on that block. And he kind of jokes about not wanting to tell anybody that someone helped him and 
uh, Bowman reminds him here it wasn't only you and he says don't tell anybody but he he reveals it the year after it happens um so although Jerry likes to paint himself across as trying to take credit where not where credit's not due because in a large part you know that he was credited for it but he released the very next year the the actual truth behind it all um which was great so uh, it delves into Kramer's business interests as well. So what I like about the book too is is that if it was written by a quarterback, we'd probably get a very distorted view. If Aaron Rodgers was to write a book now, his experience would be very different than uh, Justin McRae or Brian Bulaga. You know, I mean, he's going to have people pulling out of him and screaming for his autograph and his name on products and all the rest. Now, Jerry Kramer has a lot going on, especially for an old lineman. Uh, who would usually be deemed as anonymous and he details in the book as well a few occasions where because he looks like a football player people come up to him and say do you play football and he says yes and they go oh what's your name and he says I'm, I'm Jerry Kramer I play for the Packers and they go oh it's Ron you know and they keep mixing them up with players who aren't on the offensive line people who play the sexy positions and that's why sometimes he says that he's not a football player at all and likes to avoid it you know um, so that's what's interesting I find as well is that he has business interests he has this deal throughout the book with Kraft um, and you know trying to get some some not Robert Kraft trying to um, get business interests you know going and he has an archery business and he talks about you know getting taken advantage of by an old roommate and all the rest or an old college friend um, and it's just that insight's really good and it, it does allude to it as well that someone said in the book when they found out that he was writing one of his players you should really you know get the perspective of a single player because Jerry was married at the time and he goes hunting a lot um, and uh, I don't know if Jerry watched this video and I, we love you Jerry um, but Jesus Jerry you went hunting a lot I, I'm surprised that there's anything alive left in Green Bay <laughs> because every second page with the off season himself and the wife and the chandlers are heading up um and and shooting something um which is funny so jerry as well is very insightful and very clever and very funny and very honest and very frank so like throughout the book it's there's no bs with it they haven't tried to sanitize it either and and that's what i think is very important and what gives this book an awful lot of credibility is that some of the stuff that's said appears pretty badly. So he talks about players. He talks about his own players. He talks about Vince um, in a poor light and how he actually felt about him. And that, he, you know, at times he was a difficult man and he was a little Italian and all this type of stuff. Um, but then, you know, there's a very poignant moment. There's very poignant moments with him and Vince throughout the book. It actually opens with a poignant moment where he meets Vince. Uh, he comes down to the facility before the season starts and uh, Lombardi had to put Paul Hornung which was one of his absolute all-time favorite people and players um on sort of a you know a claim list that the new team the New Orleans Saints claimed and they did they claim Paul Hornung and Vince Lombardi's tearing up so like even the first introduction to Vince in the book you'd expect him to be this sort of hard man uh you know giving people what's what when really he's sort of a an emotional uh, wreck about the Paul Hornung thing and Jerry Kramer's trying to console him and then Vince kind of walks away before he tears up and cries in front of Kramer so like even the way the book opens is kind of like well you know this you know it's going to be deep and you know he's going to delve into Lombardi now he's a badass throughout the book and there's other times where he goes to cry especially when he mentions it that it's pretty much going to be his last season uh coming near the end of the book uh, which is pretty tough to read um so but Kramer himself, I mean, you know, he's uh, he's a really funny guy, the stuff that he says. And as well as that, the, you know, the dynamic between 
the players and sort of race relations and stuff like that back in the in the late 60s is revealing as well and it's, it's really a sign of the times um so that's it in a nutshell that's kind of why i liked it i guess i could sort of scroll through my notes because i made copious notes as usual um about the about the book going through the chapters i'm not going to give away what happens but just some stuff that i found uh was interesting so he goes into the pre-season as well and they showed their time at saint norbert's and there's great stories there about max mcgee um, and about them sneaking out in lombardi finding people so that's what getting the book as well fuzzy thurston appears a lot in the book and he just seemed like a great guy just really really funny dude and there's a weird dynamic there where he's losing his job uh to gail gillingham and just how gracious he is and how he comes in and fills in for the guys and fills in for Jerry. Another interesting thing about the book too is the way they deal with the sort of drug culture back then with shots of Novocaine and codeine pills and just how revealing it is that in the locker room they're popping these things to get them moving. There's one instance where Ray Nitschke, and we've all saw the video or if you haven't, if, if you look up Ray Nitschke on YouTube, you'll find my Who Was Ray Nitschke video. But you'll also find uh, that famous footage of him limping down the field. That's also in the book. And it goes into like just how bad that injury was and how Ray played through it and how he played a fantastic season, in fact, but didn't get recognized on the All-Pro team. Um, and, you know, a revealing quote about Bart Starr. So one of the quotes is, people around here see him in no less saintly than the Pope himself. So like all of this stuff, and this is what I kind of worried about was, is that are we looking at players now in sort of a sanitized version of how they were back then? And this book proves that at the time, that's how Bart was seen. Um, and again, it goes into religion a little bit and how they had their prayer circle and how, you know, Bart used to get up and lead the team and talk about that type of stuff, uh, which is revealing as well. Jerry's story as well about the uh, intestinal splinters. And if anybody doesn't know that story, again, cop the book or look up any bio of Jerry Kramer. And you can also see these splinters themselves in the Packers Hall of Fame, uh, which is if you're in Green Bay, even if it's in the off season, go to the Packers Hall of Fame. It's it's amazing. Um, and they have those splinters there. So that story and how how really sick Jerry was is in this book. And that's one thing that stands out to me about this as well. This chronicles, um, you know, ankle injuries, uh, the intestinal issues that he had, uh, a concussion, which is pretty scary. I mean, he gets concussed in the book and he didn't know where he was, but he continues to play and he details how many times he's been concussed, how it happened to him in an earlier instance and how he literally had to be told like a dummy uh, block here, like go out right, um, you know, like pull around this way or whatever. I mean, there's a guy telling him exactly what to do. Um, and the next day he wakes up with a headache and says that he really doesn't feel right he's not with it at all and he goes hunting and then the next day the headache starts to go away so he details exactly day by day, by day what it's like to have a concussion which is pretty shocking stuff um, and again it, it sort of shows how like Jerry is so uh, lively so with it um, you know he's carrying the torch for the Lombardi era still um, you know, and there's not a whole lot of those guys uh, still around who can who can relay these stories. And I will allude to a documentary that's been made about Jerry at the end of this podcast. But it really is amazing that the man is still around and still as uh, rambunctious, I will say, um, as he was. So uh, again, it does a nice sort of momentum in this book that it sort of builds up and that Lombardi keeps trying to push him as he goes along. And you can see if you read the book from start to finish, you'll see that Lombardi plays an absolute masterclass in psychology about, you know, chewing his players out, then coming back in and sort of building them back up again and keeping that momentum moving throughout the season. Now, Jerry does say at the end that he thinks that his play would have been the same had Lombardi been there or not. 
but he doesn't know if the whole if everybody and him included would have been champions because of Lombardi and he does say when Bengston comes in that he expects him to be a good manager now we all know how that panned out um, and I think that when you see the sort of performance psychologically that Lombardi made um, throughout the season you really see that it was an awful lot down to Lombardi and I think Kramer even calls him their MVP um, so uh yeah it goes to show Bart Starr's toughness so in this season as well Bart Starr was injured and his numbers were subpar he was getting intercepted a lot and Zeke Bratkowski comes out and we see the quips and the kind of the relationship between Bart and Zeke um and also we see the dynamic as well between the rookies coming in that are kind of cocky on big contracts and Jerry alludes to how it used to be for him and the signing bonus that he had and the wages that he is on versus the new guys and the new sort of star players and you know it kind of shows that you know, back then it was it was creeping into the game of this kind of cockiness, like, you know, all about me in the business side. And it goes into a story about Vince Lombardi as well, um, is that, you know, when he was trying to do contract negotiations, he wouldn't accept if the player didn't come in and negotiate for himself. Um, and he was kind of stingy with the money and he would have this like mad negotiating tactic. And Jerry himself even comes under uh, Vince's fury and some of the coach's fury for wanting more money and trying to negotiate um, and all the rest so again like the insight that you get in this book is incredible the normal everyday what the players do when they're off and also how the business side of it works and all of the business ventures that Jerry had because he was very business savvy um, as well so the other great moment that's in it and I'll kind of wrap up the review here now if you don't haven't already heard should you buy the book yes um, the other moment is is when Vince was kind of annihilated in an esquire magazine about being a villain and jerry comes to his aid and just to see how vulnerable vince really is to criticism i guess and he comes up and thanks jerry for it so the two men had a great relationship it was definitely love hate um at some stage but uh just the just the unbelievable insight that we get into all of the players including like fuzzy thurst and gail gillingham um, and Jerry himself, Vince Lombardi, the coaches, the dynamic behind the scenes and how players are pushed, how you keep a momentum and also how you get a team that's on the top that people are trying to topple, how you keep that momentum that's still relevant today. And as well as that, I think that Vince is up there with Oscar Wilde with the witticisms, you know, these one-liners that he come out with or words of wisdom. Um, so again, it's an absolute must for any Packers fan to get instant replay, the diary, now, it's not a hagiography to Vince Lombardi. It's not just saying how great he is. Um, the man had flaws for sure. He was emotional for sure. He had ways of going about it. And the players didn't always get along with him or like him. Um, but again, it's it's the complex man that he was that makes him so amazing. Now, I will say, uh, Jerry Kramer, uh, they're making a documentary. So if you go to Jerry Kramer on Facebook, he has a page there and he's sharing it. It's a documentary that a filmmaker is making. And now again, I haven't uh, talked to Jerry Kramer um, or his camp or his agent or his family or this filmmaker, which I'd be interested in doing actually uh, to say all this. So this isn't like a sponsored, like putting it out. This is my love for Jerry Kramer. Um, and again, to show you this book as well, that his son did, Daniel Kramer, this is what we got when we were over in Green Bay, now for the video podcast, I might be able to flash up some photos, so like, you know, to Stephen, how cool is that, um, so, you know, I, I just really think, you know, his legacy is important, his story is important, what he has to say about that old team is important, unless we forget that important period, so they're making a documentary about Jerry, and you can donate to get the documentary made, and there's a few tiers that you can go on. I had a look there uh, earlier and last night, 
and for i think it's 105 dollars now you can donate six dollars um, and you get a i think you get a screensaver and just be able to support the man and his venture um and if you donate like 105 dollars you can get your name in the credits how cool is that with special thanks to imagine having your name on the end of a jerry kramer documentary um so we're gonna go on and donate and i'm gonna go on and donate as well um and it you know if you like the book or you've read the book before or you like jerry and you didn't know that documentary was going on well then hopefully now you've been made aware uh pop along to jerry kramer on facebook and they have the details there you can go to jerrykramer.com i'm sure it's on there too um and you can buy some memorabilia actually on jerrykramer.com you can buy the football that's signed now again i will stress like we don't get, i'm not getting any money for this i'm not getting any promotional stuff for this this is just out of my pure love for the man um and you know all of the stuff that he's given us as packer fans and to meet him in person he is as fantastic in person and as charismatic as he ever was now at the full height of his power when he was a young man uh that's goosebump stuff because we see him sort of leading the huddles and stuff like that getting out and sort of you know getting people ready for the game and all the rest it must have been some something to behold so that's the first book review um hopefully i kept it somewhat on the rails and gave you a real flavor for what the book is and i'll be doing more book reviews and you can see some of the books behind me here if you're watching the video podcast um as well so the next one i'll probably do is ralph hickok now i had it which is the uh, vagabond halfback which is about johnny blood mcnally just like i was missing my stops almost on the train with that book it was amazing and other people bought the book after i did the initial interview with ralph hickok which hopefully i'll be able to bring uh, to youtube on a video podcast as well and they said the same stuff that they absolutely love the book now we don't get any money for we're a small fan blog so we don't we don't get any uh, money for promoting the books around like that so go out and support the authors and wherever you can let them know how much you appreciate the work because we certainly do um so i guess some housekeeping at the very end of the podcast is the trip is going really well so as usual when you invite people to a trip it's kind of like a house party you know it sort of it starts off with lofty ambitions as it does every year and then it trickles in and then eventually you end up with a nice big crowd of people so i think we're up to like nearly 25 people coming over on the trip uh, which is a nice turnout and um, it's kind of what we get we get usually between 20 and 30 people every year an awful lot of people signing up um as sort of coming solo uh, so we can pair you up with people as well so that's fantastic so just hit the website ukpackers.co.uk and also if you want to contact ben at touchdown trips which is our tour operator info at touchdowntrips.com you can contact ben and get your quote it's 1230 quid uh, which is fantastic it's our cheapest uh, trip to lambo and if you enjoyed the podcast guys uh, feel free to go to patreon.com forward slash ukpackers i'm not going to beg you uh, but if you want to go if you donate a fiver after six months we get that money that you've donated and buy you a shirt with it and send it out to you including postage so you get all your money back if you want to continue after that point uh, i definitely appreciate it it helps keep the lights on in this place um but yeah there it is there's the book review uh I, it's the off season lads i told you i wouldn't leave you i'm here with you uh, it, we're in this together <laughs> this is the long haul uh so i'll be back next week uh, with more green and gold content but until then go pack go i'm at steady the nfl at uk packers on all social media channels and i'll talk to you next week